What's up? We're recording. Cool. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm kind of tired today. Yeah, me too, man. It's been a long week slash weekend, and mm. um, I'm pretty happy with everything. What about yeah. you? Like, I, I know I want to have more shit done, but mm-hmm. like Curtis says, there's always shit to do. Yeah, totally. That's kind of how I feel right now. I just feel like I got, I don't know. I kind of feel like I got a, some just, yeah, just stuff to do, man. Just yeah. Stuff to do. Yeah. There's a, there's like, um, there's, so here's something that we are both going to struggle with like this. So something I was thinking about today. So like, this is Curtis's full-time gig. Um, he's got it really dialed in. He's got it very efficient, right? So you and I, though, this is our, I mean, look, we work full-time at our jobs, but then we work part-time on us, or as Jim Rome would say, we work part-time on our fortune, if that makes sense, or our, our path. Yeah, totally. Out. So for us, what's going to be important is knowing when to turn off our minds, like knowing when to say, okay, I got enough done today or knowing when to say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this or I'm at peace with this because otherwise we're just going to run ourselves ragged. Yeah. You definitely got to like burnout. going to be the biggest thing. And that's yeah. why I've been going to bed on time and eating healthy and stuff like that, but it's still going to creep up on you sometimes and you just got to deal with it. But that's why, um, like on Saturday, it was really, really, really pouring out rain here. It was really gross out. And so I just took the day off and had kind of an inside day. I went and got a, uh, wiring harness put on my car and just did some, um, inside stuff. And man, I had a nap and that was the first time. Like, I don't, I don't nap during the day ever. Cause yeah. I just, I go to bed early. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of a different thing that I did, but yeah, just kind of, everything's just kind of piling up a little bit, but I'll be okay. Just, you know. Tired sometimes it happens. Yeah. It happens when you go hard, right? Yeah, man. Saturday was a long fucking day for me. Yeah, yeah. first farmers market. First farmers market. Still fucking hillbilly rigging my walk-in cooler, which is basically I took everything out of my fridge and threw it away that I'm not going <laughs> to use. Took shelves out and had these giant bags filled with salanova and arugula, like my spring mix. And then the next morning, I met Joel out at his dad's. His dad lives in the same town that my um, farmer's market's at, which is about 18 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And um, we bagged up everything. I got some ice. I got everything. The only thing I forgot was my checkbook, but luckily my buddy brought it to me like uh, to pay my um, farmer's market dues. But I had a good spot. Uh, yeah, it was good, man. It was good to feel... Like, you know, I've been in sales for years. I worked in a cell phone kiosk for, I mean, that's really how I learned how to sell. So, I Mm -hmm. mean, that environment I'm very comfortable in. And the pricing system that Curtis in the course recommends, you know, one for three, two for five, um, man, it was really easy to bundle stuff um, because I only had four things. I had arugula on its own, which I had five left of. Um, how many did you take first off if you're in the course I highly recommend you use the checklist that Curtis and Luke have provided like it was actually super helpful I downloaded the app or the uh, the word document and I edited it to to what I thought I was going to have I thought I was going to have some lettuce on its own that was the only thing I didn't do but I brought 
16 bags of arugula and I sold 11 quarter pound bags. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then did I, how, what did you, did you overfill them? No, I, it was pretty close. Um, the mm-hmm. only thing I might've overfilled was, so I, I definitely underfilled some. Yeah. Um, I just but, overfill everything. I'm yeah, just like, I typically, it. I typically do like, it's always on the side of heavy. Uh-huh. Um, but when I made my spring mix, so basically I had this, so I had this backup plan because you know, that voice I, I've never been to this farmer's market. I've never done this farmer's market. Like last year, Joel and I did a farmer's market together and the whole plan was this year, like I'm the better sales guy. So I'm going to go to the uncharted territory it, it was, I was looking for a Saturday's farmer's market because our goal was to have three, like there was three of us last year at the same market and now we're going to go spread out and do our own thing. And there's just going to, we're splitting it into two because last year we had too many people at the booth yeah, yeah. and it was a clusterfuck and really the efficient, the, the best thing to have in my opinion out of you know, a year's worth of farmer's market and then this past Saturday, and, and this is just in, in Columbus area, is you got to have two people. And the reason why is because there's always going to be that person that wants to come up and waste your time and talk to you about – they don't really want to waste your time. They just want to talk to you about yeah, stuff. Yeah, man. They're they, going for an experience, right? And yeah, part of that well, experience is like chatting with you and – yeah, taking up your time. <laughs> so, so not quite because those people I'm fine with. But it was like another guy who was there with his son. He wasn't going to buy anything. He just wanted to talk to us about his aquaponics hobby and how he wanted to to do hydroponic. And it was actually like it, it's fine, but it was like you know I needed to focus on sales. And Joel's dad was with me, and Joel's dad, he's, you know, he's 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 helped me build that walking cooler. He's like 62. And he handled this guy for me. Like he was just talking to the guy about aquaponics and everything. So you need two people there because look, you don't want to be rude. It, it, the whole thing with a farmer's market is you're you're it's it's ground level innovation, man. It's really what it is. It's that's where the community starts, in my opinion, is the farmer's market. And so Keith handled that. I am selling stuff. I'm keeping stuff like, you know, I have, I bought these baskets off Amazon for cheap and I had everything just like Curtis says, like make it look abundant, make, make everything there. So I'm continuously like, I have like a a tote that I put ice in and then I have everything in the quarter pound bags. So I'm constantly just refilling and restocking. And then I had this backup plan because I, I packed up. 38 bags of spring mix and I had a whole bag uh, to make more of like basically a totes worth to make more of that I had on ice. So if sales weren't as good as I thought I was, I was just going to take it to the restaurant that I know will just buy whatever I give them. Right. Yeah. So unfortunately I have no idea how many more bags I made um, because it was like when the sales hit, like I was just constantly making bags, engaging people. Like I was actually super proud of myself. Like I handled the market really well. Good. Um, but the time, so I, I, the thing I fell short on was radishes. So we had this uh, heirloom radish. I, I sold uh, nine. I lost about seventy percent of my French breakfast radishes due to slugs. So yeah. I lost, and I sold the rest of it to the restaurant. I had like nine pounds out of two fifteen by 36 beds that I could actually use. And um, so Joel, though, he had 
this uh, Cincinnati heirloom radish. Uh, it's basically a radish that looks like a carrot. It's actually really cool, and people love it. And um, it's called Cincinnati Market Radishes. Oh, yeah, I did see those. Joel posted it, and I was wondering what the hell it was. Yeah, it's like it looks like a purple carrot, right? Yeah, that's totally what I thought. I was just like, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a Cincinnati heirloom, and it's actually Columbus. Like my market specifically really likes heirlooms, really likes local stuff, and it's and also too like. Even French breakfast, people aren't really used to turnips and radishes. So my my inventory was arugula, spring mix, turnips, and radishes. Mm -hmm. So I brought three bunch, twelve bunches of turnips, ten bunches of radish, thirty eight pre made bags of spring mix, and sixteen bags of arugula. And I sold out of the radishes at ten thirty a.m. And I really missed out on that. Um, and I fucked up, man. Early in the week, like I don't know why. I think it's because I'm. Tr I, Man, I, I think I thought $30 because it was an order of 10 pounds of radishes. And for some reason, I thought he wanted 30 And Oh, yeah. And so it was this cluster. So what happened? You took So you thought that you sold – he wanted 30 pounds. And yeah, so you and, and 30 luckily, pounds there? Yeah, and I, luckily I'm super cool with a chef. But he wanted that heirloom variety. So I gave him the 9 pounds. And he was pickling the normal radishes. And he actually ate the radish and goes – Yo, I've never had a radish that tastes like this because apparently most people actually grow radishes to where the point to where they're woody. You know what Curtis talks about? Yeah, they get a little too big. Yeah, and they don't taste as good. And no. so he was he he was blown away by it. Um, and also it was cool because I went and I ate there for lunch and I ate my salad, like my salad mix from my crop at the restaurant. That was super cool. That is pretty cool. And um. So I, I brought these restaurant these things, and he was so excited about these radishes. He's like, yo, man, I can't do all these radishes. And I was like, dude, I thought you said he wanted 30 pounds. He goes, I'm pretty sure I said 10. I could be wrong. I could have been a typo. So it was actually it, – it went really well for me. What's your, what's your price up. point? What's your price point per pound for restaurants? Uh, three, $3 a pound, which the course says two fifty a pound for radishes. So I, I'm pretty much doing it pretty um, – uh, I'm I'm doing it really close to course. I'm a little bit low on the salad mix, and I went a little bit higher with the root crops. What did you do with your? Are you at eight bucks on your salad mix? Eight bucks on the salad mix. The course recommends I think nine, nine. ten. Yeah, nine. Uh, I went I went nine. Yeah, I uh, hasn't been a problem. Yeah, I don't think it would have been, but it's it's one of those things where my my friend was the owner, and having that relationship to wherever I have, I they'll just buy lettuce, and. And I, he was getting this hydroponic lettuce for, he was getting it really cheap, and I knew he wanted my stuff because it was fresher. But I kind of, I kind of pissed out, and I was uh -huh. like, uh, eight bucks, and he was like, cool. But I know Curtis says the eight to ten range, and I definitely am getting ten bucks a pound at the farmers market. So mm -hmm. it's it was one of those things. Like I, I, um, I did really well. I sold out of the salad mix at eleven thirty. The, the farmer's market goes nine to noon, so I definitely know to get more of that next week. Uh, definitely more radishes, turnips. People don't know what turnips are, man. That was a weird thing. Oh, you know what's really weird for me? Uh, I don't know what turnips are. Like, I picked my first ones, <laughs> yeah. right? And I was like, okay, how the hell do I cook these? Because people are going to be asking, right? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I thought it was kind of going to be a thing that was going to go more to restaurants and stuff. And then 
yeah, everybody's like, you have turnips? And I was like, yeah, I got turnips. And they're like, oh, sweet. I love turnips. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. Like my mom asked for some for dinner tonight. Did she, did she use the greens and the root? Well, my greens got attacked by bugs. Uh, so I'm just tossing them. I didn't, um, I didn't have any insect netting um, a while ago, like when I first planted stuff. And I still have to actually get on a little bit more because I lost a bed of arugula too to probably flea beetles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I but, bought um, like 500 meters from Dubois. Okay. So it, was, it was actually pretty reasonable, but... How was, much was it? It was 230 bucks. Um, you can get a lower amount, but it's... Uh, that's that soil block on the, um, that soil on them. That Curtis and Diego both talk about, that's only 26 bucks, by the way. American. So The guy... Uh, the guy down the road from me had like huge insect netting, and so he sold to me for like twenty bucks. Sold me two big, big huge bags, like that's, bundles of it. That's and awesome. so I just got, yeah, I just got to cut it up and put it out on there. Um, I was, I think I need to get some wire to make like little hoops, though. But yeah. that's not that's not a really big deal. I was just, I've been kind of snoozing on that. That's kind of one of the things that is like a kind of you know a little bit bothering me. I'm just like, oh man, that's like that's gonna make my crops better, right? Do like you- that's. Do you feel like what, because for both of us, it's a strategy because it's our first year. Do you feel like it's like, okay, what should I get? And it's for, for, for the crops, right? So like I haven't gotten a tilter yet because I was like, you know, I think I can make do without the tilter and use that money for either bug netting or, you know what I mean? Like just miscellaneous things. You know, what's really funny that I just realized, huh? Um, I was charging everybody five bucks a pound for radishes and turnips. That's uh, that's pretty and, good. And uh, like I put it on my fre- yeah, I put it on my fresh sheet. Like I, I know I'm just quickly going through the spreadsheets and stuff, and like I'm looking at the course thing, and I'm like, oh yeah, three bucks a pound. And then I'm looking at all my stuff. My fresh sheet say five, and um, yeah, my invoices say five. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I was like, yeah, as soon as you said three, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I was at five. And then, um, yeah, man, I had guys buying them and like some of my turnips, I thought, I don't know, I, I kind of, I gave everybody an extra pound in case they had to like pick through some and throw some away. Cause I kind of thought some of them, like, I thought they were a little bit nicer than, um, than they were. Like some of them had like kind of little holes and stuff in them. And so I, I took like five pounds to one of my chefs and he was making it into a special. And then you, uh, I, he I, uh, I, tagged I, you well, in that Instagram photo, right? Was well, that chef? uh, no, he, I just had... He wasn't there. He's not there when I go and drop stuff off. He's there sometimes, but he wasn't there um, when I dropped stuff off last week. So I texted him the next day because I was like thinking about it, right? And I was just like, hey, man, like, how were those turnips? Were, like, were, were they okay? And he sent me a picture and they were like cut in half on a pan with like olive oil and yeah. some spices on them. And he's just like, they're going to the special tonight. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah. you sent me that photo and I was like, dude. That's... No, that was just a text message. He was just. That's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. That was pretty cool. That was pretty much the best response I could have got. Right. It was just like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're, like, they're good. So uh, yeah, yeah, it, it feels. And did we talk about this last week? Like it feels good. Like here's the thing. It feels way better when a chef loves what you grow. Yeah. Someone who knows the product. Yeah. Because they're like an artist with food. Totally. Yeah. I, um. I actually, man, my microgreens, I got to harvest a bunch of stuff after this. Like uh, my pea shoots are super ready and I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my radishes. I think to a point my um, radish shoots 
start to like maybe they don't have enough support in the tray or something because the way we were seeding it but they start to fall over at a certain point when you eat them though they taste fine Mm, i don't know and they have plenty of water but anyways i was talking to luke about it but um i gotta harvest that i have a whole bed of lettuce um that i'm gonna harvest in the morning or tonight if there's still sunlight for the restaurant as well so it's um Something I'm struggling with right now, man, is, um, and you're probably, see, I got a way smaller scale than you, like, uh, but, you know, knowing how much to budget of my crop for the restaurant versus farmer's market. Oh, I'm just moving as much as I can to my restaurants, and then I'm using my farmer's market as, like, a outlet to... Well, I haven't been to my farmer's market yet. Yeah. My farmer's market, man, it it might be, I don't know. I'm like, I think that's kind of why I'm like a little tired and stuff. I think it's just a little bit of stress too, just because, um, so I didn't get into the farmer's market in the next town over. And then the one in my town, Chilliwack was like, it was really shitty last year. I went and I went and like scoped it out. Right. And there was like no one there. And it, like downtown Chilliwack, it hasn't been very good lately. People have been getting stabbed and like, like literally. And it's like, it's just kind of a, I don't know, man. It's kind of a weird time. So there's these new girls that are going to do this farmer's market. Um, like it's going to start next week, but they didn't get their insurance until two weeks ago. And so they didn't start like promoting everything until two weeks ago. So. I'm not really sure how like how many people are gonna end up being end up being there. So I don't know. I'm kind of a, like a little bit nervous about that, right? Because like I would like to get like 500 bucks at the farmers market. Yeah. Right. Like on a on a you know a, like not for my first one necessarily, but I would like to get 500 bucks at the farmers market and like 500 bucks at restaurants. That that's kind of like my like goal. A, a thousand like, bucks a week. Yeah, because yeah. that's tw- like for a twenty week season. That's that's uh twenty thousand bucks, right? Yeah. So I'm just like I kind of have my doubts on how much I'm going to be able to move at this farmers market, and then plus two because I didn't think that I was going to be going to a farmers market. I kind of didn't um, plant as much stuff like three weeks ago as I should have because I d- didn't think I was going to be able to move as much. So I was just like, well, whatever. I'll just scale up when I figure out what's going on when I make like a new plan, right? Yeah, and then so like I don't know. I'm I, like I'll have lots of stuff for next week, but for this week, uh, like depending on what happens with my restaurant orders and stuff, like I don't know. I don't know how much stuff I'm going to have. I'm just kind of like uh, just lots of moving pieces, right? It's just tough yeah. to manage everything, man. Yeah, but I, that's like really the importance of tracking right now. Oh, totally, and like, I am tracking, but I still just it's still just so many questions, right? Like I, you're so many not, unknowns. Also, it's like, yeah, exactly. So many unknowns. Not only are you tracking, but you're charting unknown territory. Yeah, man. Which and is it's really, really tough. Yeah, you have no idea, right? Be, yeah. Like I could go there and just kill it. Yeah. Like, who knows? Maybe people are, maybe you like. Could, you could do what I did. You could go there and pretty much sell everything. Yeah, like I'm probably not going to take very much. Yeah, but I don't know how many people are going to show up. I don't know anything. And I'm sure there's going to be a couple other produce vendors there too, right? So we're, we'll all be competing over um, like limited limited uh, possibly, stuff. Possibly, but I mean, what's what's the green? I was the only guy there that had salad mix. Uh, and that that was it was the same last year. Maybe it's just my climate. But first yeah, week, like I was, everybody has strawberries. Everybody has... Um, some people had spinach, but like, I was the only person that was like, Hey, I got four kinds of lettuce and some arugula. Yeah. So check us out. This is a good story. Yeah. Um, I was going to make that guy's, that thing for that guy's walking cooler last week. 
right? Because yeah. he was kind of humming and hawing, man. And he was like talking about that he wants to put my produce in this cooler and have it on the line. And he like took some for the line and he was kind of like humming and hawing on it. And I was just like, he's like, yeah, I'll put it in a cooler. Like I'll get a shelf or something. And then I thought we were already ready to go like a couple of weeks ago on it. Yeah. But he was still like, and then I like kind of followed up with him like, hey man, like do you want like a couple pounds or whatever? And he was like, no, I'm not like ready for that. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went back in there and talked to him and I was like, fuck it. I'll make you something. Huh. Right? Like I'll yeah. just make you a friggin' thing. And so I made this insert to go to his cooler and it's actually pretty badass. Yeah, I like would turns yeah. out really well. There's a picture, there's a picture in the show notes. Cool. And then, um, yeah, so it ended up being like pretty cool. And so I went and I went there and I brought it to him and then, I ended up having to make little extra pieces so it actually fit in the cooler, just the way the rack worked. Um, so I went back in there after work one day. I took all, I took like, put all my tools in my car and a couple extra pieces of wood and stuff and went and installed it like on my way home from work. And then he was super pumped about it because he got like this free, cool, handmade thing, right? Yeah. And it was just really good. And so he's like, man, are you hungry? And I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> so he made me food, right? Yeah. And so I was sitting there and it was, it was like, a, it was at like four o'clock or four thirty or whatever. And it was kind of, the day was winding down. And so we were just sitting there talking while I was eating. And he had like this, uh, kale and squash salad. And I was like, oh man, where do you get your kale from? And he's like, oh, this actually this, this other lady brought it in. And it's this farm that's like three houses down the road from me across the street. And like, I know that these people were selling to restaurants and stuff. Like it wasn't a big deal or whatever. And he was like, yeah, he was like, I was, he's like, I kind of want to like support like, you know, a whole bunch of different people. He's like, I was kind of thinking I could get like my kale and stuff from them. And then I'll get like the, the leafy green salad mix from you. And I was like, yeah, man, that's cool. Like, you know, everybody, everybody gets a little portion, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with that. And then he's like, he's like telling me about it. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, it kind of... I'm not really sure about this kale though. It kind of like, it kind of went like a little flat and I was like, Oh, well, what do you mean? And he's like, Oh, just hold on a second. I'll go get the box. And like these people usually, I think they kind of, they do more of like a CSA model. They're following. They kind of do CSA and, um, and restaurants. So they have, they have quite a bigger variety of things. Oh, they have way more things than I'm going to have. But yeah, man, he brings out, this box of produce that these people brought them yesterday or sorry, the day before and everything was wilting everything. So, so they didn't dry it out properly or how? No, was man. I know it was apparently it was from the day before and wow. I was just like, yeah, man. And it was all like super, super clean. And I was just looked at it and I was like, they didn't cool that down. And he's like, what? Oh, they didn't, and I was like, they didn't I was like, the they didn't. I was like, I'll off. tell you exactly what happened. I was like, they didn't take the field heat off of that. Like, they might not. I don't know. I've never been to their farm, right? Yeah. They might not have a cooler, but they either didn't remove the field heat off of it, or they left it in their car too long when they were driving it there. Right? Maybe they stopped somewhere else and it's left that one in there. Still, or, you, you or have... they overwashed it. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was really funny, man, because I was sitting there and I was just eating my soup, and I was like, <laughs> "It's like I looked at him, and I was just like, that's why I'm not worried about other farmers, man.' 
Yeah, because we're so just, prepared from the yeah, course. Totally. And he's just like and he's just like he's like, Well, if uh he's like, I'll start like getting my kale and stuff from you. And I was like, Well, yeah, that's cool. And he's like, What do you think I should tell these people? And I'm like, Tell them the truth. Yeah, tell them it fucking like, wilted and he's one like, Yeah. Day. And he's I'm like, I'm like, I'm sure like it could have been just a one off thing, because I know these people are selling to other restaurants. Like I know they have sales at other restaurants. So uh, it you know could have just been a one off thing you know who knows what happened right but i was he's just like yeah man if it doesn't work out or whatever he's like you can do that right so that that would be kind of neat but uh yeah it was just really interesting to see that my greens that i brought to him the week before were better than the greens that they delivered or actually not just their greens everything that yeah. they delivered the day before yeah like crazy, man. Crazy. It was like it was such a direct comparison. Uh, it, it's hard to it's like it was just real life, man. It was just real life. And it's what really happened. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's I was just really yeah, cool. it was really funny. I was just eating my soup laughing. I was like, that's why I'm not really worried about other farmers. I'm like, I put a lot of time in to figure out why all this stuff and he's like you really think it's because they don't have a cooler and i was like yeah i was like i think it's probably they didn't have a cooler and they didn't or they and they overwashed it because i had told him before i was like yeah man like i'm not gonna bring you my stuff dirty but if i don't have to wash this like you're yeah, yeah you're washing this and he's like cool He's like, that sounds good. And I just told him, I was like, it's going to like hold up better. It's all this stuff. Because every time you process it, you're taking a little bit of life away. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, cool. Right. And then, yeah. And then after that, he's seen it. I'm like, you're, you're going to wash it anyways. Right. You're not just going to take it out of their cardboard box and put it on a plate. You're going to wash it anyways. Yeah. So having it perfectly cleaned is not necessarily the most ideal situation. So, yeah, that was really neat. Yeah, I uh I kind of fucked up with the farmers market because I had I'd washed it because there was some uh well I had to wash it unfortunately like I've been mean, getting a lot of slug plush pressure mm-hmm. and then also dandelion seeds. So dandelion seeds uh, there was like the, that that cotton look to it. Yep. Was sticking on the lettuce so I had to wash it. I don't have a drying rack like you do. Congratulations, by the way, I'm sure yeah. we will get Thanks. to. But, um, yeah, so people said, you know, what's the shelf life? And I'm like, you know, normally uh, it's going to be two weeks. But I said, you know, I had to wash it. I did my best to dry it. It's a little, it's a little bit damp right now. You know, so. Yeah, I say, I say I'll guarantee this for a week. Yeah. But it could last longer. Yeah, that was pretty much what I was saying to people. And then, I think I, I think it's kind of important because I want people if there's issues or or discrepancies in what they thought was going to happen that didn't happen, I want them to be able to come back to me and say, "Hey, you said this was going to last a week because absolutely. it should last a fucking week, yeah. right?" Yeah, and absolutely. Um, and I, but I, but I don't really like I don't I don't know my product well enough yet to be like, "Oh yeah, it's going to last two weeks because someone's going to leave it in there for two weeks, like fourteen days." And they're going to be like, oh, well, you said it would last two weeks. And, you know, I bought this from you two weeks ago, last Saturday, and I went to use it last night and it didn't work. Like, it was gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like kind of making a buffer. Yeah. And also, you know, I, I say, you know, give it a good rinse um, before you eat it just because, like, you know, 
you should wash your vegetables all the time, I think, before you eat them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did use Curtis's non-certified organic term. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, because beyond organic, I feel like... You got to say more. Well, yeah, and I, Curtis talked about that in uh, the course this week, like on the message board. Um, but I, I just feel like it applies more to meat. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like if you said beyond organic for meat... You could easily say, well, the standards of organic meat aren't aren't really that good because they're not. Like they're really yeah, right. Not. But, and, and the animals on pasture are improving the land and stuff like that. But yeah, we, you know, we're not necessarily no, like in our are, backyards. Yeah. No, I mean, well, we are because well, we are added we, building the soil, but we're we're organic growers, but we're not going to pay the food police thirty five hundred dollars. Like that's yeah. what I have to pay. Every I year, mean, I didn't even look into how much it was. I was just like, I'm it's not dealing, dude. man. You know what is like one of my weakest things um, as a person is dealing with bureauc- uh, bureaucracy. Yeah. Uh, so anytime I can stay away from that, I that's what I do. Well, I don't yeah. deal like I just don't. If I can just stay away from it, that's what I would like to do. You know what I mean? So well, yeah. having to jump through hoops and stuff to do all this, like to go get an organic certification when I'm only selling, like I have such a like twenty thousand dollars. You're not going to have that big of a market, right? Yeah. So the people. Like that's kind of like being certified organic. That's kind of like when there needs to be a buffer, but I'm directly selling to every single one of my customers this year. Yeah. And in reality, we're already selling it for that same price. So getting organic certified for us, we can't raise our price points anymore. Totally. And and so that, that's the, that's the thing, but we know what we're talking about. I mean, it was interesting. So the, there was, the people across from me, they were actually super cool. Um, they were giving away strawberry samples. Mm-hmm. And I always try to like, uh, I, like I said, man, I've been in sales for a while, especially like that style. So people are coming by and where we were in the farmer's market, um, it's like this park. And then you go down these stairs, it's just like clutter. And there's like some honey artists, all this other shit, but there's not produce. Like they try to put all the produce together. Mm-hmm. And um, so to get them to stop, the people across from me were these these girls, and they had like f- strawberry samples. So I'd say, yeah, you should sample their strawberries; they're delicious. Um, and it was just kind of cool because they kept sending me business because I kept telling people to sample their strawberries. Like they're yeah. like, oh, you should make a salad with our strawberries and his salad mix. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and so it, it worked out. But like, it was interesting because like I immediately asked them, like, "So do you guys spray these strawberries?" Yeah, and they had a really good answer. They're like, "Only if we absolutely have to." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, that's that's a good answer because there was other strawberries at the market that just tasted like chemicals." So, oh yeah, crazy. So, yeah, I mean it's it's interesting because we are, and 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 the point of me kind of droning on about that was like you know we are organic growers. And it's like we have this expectation and we have this knowledge about our food that I I don't know if you feel this way, but I do. Like I like just like your your instance with the walk in cooler, right? Like to us it's common knowledge because we're all we're in this great community from the course and we've invested money in this knowledge. So like we know we have we have advice from the best in the business, right? Totally. And people get started and they do it and they don't get that same information, which is, you know, which is great. You know, they're still doing it. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's always surprising to me 
because it's like people get they don't get offended but they're surprised that you ask like yeah. if that makes sense they're like oh mm-hmm. i never thought about this yeah it's like well i've thought about everything like i'm the, i'm the only urban farmer <laughs> here yeah and i'm in the country are you like, the only urban farmer oh yeah so my farmer's market's actually like 20 minutes outside the city because all <laughs> yeah it's funny so i go into the country it's fucking hilarious yeah because it was the only saturday farmers market i could get into right and we were already expanding and it was like the whole idea and then what was actually good too was joel and i figured out because you know we were each like him and i are a partnership but we still got to make our own money and so yeah. there's like we're trying to figure out the best way to do it so we actually came to the conclusion that when we sell to each other, we're going to sell to each other at restaurant pricing. Okay. Um, and then if we're selling to restaurants, we still got to figure that out because I paid him what the restaurant was giving me because in my opinion, me being able to be a broker for a restaurant to get more product is helping me build credibility with that restaurant. And in the early mm-hmm. stages, I'm okay with maybe not getting that money, helping Joel out, helping me out. But if we add more people to the equation, that that price point, I'm definitely going to get paid. If that yeah. makes sense, it's but totally. for me and Joel, if we're selling to restaurants, we just basically pay each other what we're selling to the restaurant if we need it. Farmers market, we you know we buy off each other restaurant pricing, which is actually really fair because you're still mm-hmm. getting that that money, you're still making good money. Um, so so yeah, man. I mean, all ultimately it was a productive week. It was a three day weekend. I got my brother came down. And I had to spend more money on this fucking walk-in cooler project because we had to weld it in because even though I got that great AC unit that's normally $700 for $80, it's also 80 pounds. Oh, so you had to put some port in there. Yeah, so we had to weld. Um, so my brother came and he welded some stuff. And we, we as you know, you guys can see in the Instagram photos for my personal Instagram, um, he did a lot of work and we got a lot of this we got a lot of stuff done but we're still super close i think i should have it done by the end of the week um so i'm pretty happy about that like it was starting to stress me out a bit because uh joel's dad was pretty much well i can't weld you need to get somebody here that can weld this ac to secure it that's a heavy thing i can do the electric the insulation's easy but getting this unit figured out was the hard part so that's done. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, you dropped out on me. Oh, it's that Canadian internet, yeah. That e e. Um. Anyways, um. So yeah, man. So overall, productive week. That's uh, good. still building this business, this relationship. The it's it's weird, man. I feel like we've been like building to this point, and yep. now it's like we've been wanting customers, but now we have customers, and now it's managing our inventory or our our what we can sell to people and once you get the farmer's market man because you can make more money in the farmer's market and if you know you can sell what you have that's gonna be the tricky part because like this restaurant wanted arugula but i told him in advance like i told the chef in advance like hey man i'm gonna sell what i can to the farmer's market so oh i would have went the other way well, i would have sold i would have sold the volume to the restaurant and really establish that like that customer base. That's my that would be my business plan at least. Yeah. Um just because like man, if you give that guy arugula, he's gonna put in whatever, say if you got him fifty bucks of arugula, he's gonna like it could be every week. It could be, but at the same time, like I only had 
And at the same time, too, is I'm I'm smaller than you at this point, and they know that too, which is fine. Yeah. And and so I I got those new beds. Oh, the tiller got fixed this week too, and cool. we tilled in the new beds. Um, and so like I I only have the two beds of arugula, mm-hmm. and if you remember, we spaced it off, so it still yielded well. But I think I only got um, sixteen pounds of arugula. Right. So that's not a lot. I had like a pound and a quarter left, but that's, I mean, what is he going to do with that? I've been doing a really bad job um, tracking my harvest weights uh, because I didn't, I didn't have totes and stuff. So yeah. I was just, and I wasn't doing that big a volume. So I was just harvesting as I needed it. Yeah. And I was just giving away lots of samples and stuff, uh-huh. but I got to get more on that, man, because that's a really important data to have afterwards. Well, especially... Because here's the thing. If you can make more money at the farmer's market, I, don't tell me that you're not going to gear it towards this is where I know I can make my money. Yeah, I just think that for me right now, the longer term move is to service those restaurants. And I, I like I, I said, agree. I have no idea. I literally like I don't know how many people are going to show up to this farmer's market. I have no idea, man. Like they've only been promoting it for like two weeks, like I said. So, but. Like, but let's say you go there and you sell out of everything like I did. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah. But then it's going to change the way you strategize your, your crops. Yeah, it will. Yeah. And yeah. Th- so that, and that was, that was, so I have a whole bed of lettuce that I can crop out and I know that I could tell them I can give you probably about 16 pounds of lettuce. Yeah. Um or fourteen. I, I said anywhere between ten and sixteen. He said cool, and I said I also have your pea shoots, um, and everything like that. And I mean that's a good situation for me. So I think um, I don't know. I think I was kind of using not using, but like I understand we have a good understanding with that relationship. Like they're really ha- I've given them a lot of free shit at that restaurant, even though I knew they were buying. They said you could charge me, and I said no. First pounds on me. This is just so I know that you guys, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah, so like a drug like dealer, it. like a drug dealer. I mean, for, <laughs> for ironically, ironically, yeah. I mean, it's, it's similar. It's a consumable product that's homegrown. That's, a, that's what I, that's what I did at work. I was like, I was just like, here, here's a whole bunch of free samples and stuff. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, I work at like a woodworking place. So it's yeah. just like most of the guys there, I know hundred percent aren't going to like, like most 25 year old guys are not going to buy kale. Yeah. <laughs> not going to happen. No but like there's, I, man, we're in the lunchroom and I, I see people, what they eat and stuff every day. Some guys just drink coffee all day. They don't eat anything. That's nothing. Crazy. They eat nothing all day. I mean, I drink coffee all day, but then I eat food too. Oh no, no. The people don't eat anything or lots of them eat crap. Some of them eat good. You know what I mean? But I knew that if I brought them samples that they would take it home to their wives and then their wives would buy for me. Yeah. Right? The, the guys aren't buying from me. Their wives are buying from me, right? So now I've got like uh, – yeah, uh, I didn't – I didn't. we had a long weekend last week. So we had a short week last yeah. week. Your so Memorial Day was last week, right? Yeah, it's, it's equivalent. A, yeah, it's May long. So um, yeah, so I didn't really push I – I don't really want to push sales at my work so much because I still got like – I still want to be pushy with it. You know what I mean? I got, yeah. that's like a, I, it's relationships with those people I got to work with and stuff. And if I'm like, Hey, buy salad. Hey, buy salad. Hey, buy salad. Like that's just going to get really annoying really fast. Correct. You know what I mean? So I just kind of let 
I just kind of let that happen. I think it will be. I think I'll pick pick up sales more there, like as time goes on, and then as people see that, like I'm bringing stuff in for everybody else, they'll be like, "Oh, maybe we should get that lettuce." Like that, that does look pretty good. You know as, what I mean? As Jam would say, "You'll get sales by doing it. You're doing yeah. it." <laughs> <That's funny. Yeah. laughs> so, uh, I had some cool stuff happen this week. Um, this one guy, uh, he put in like a standing order. So he's getting five pounds of – it's a 90-buck order. So he's getting five pounds of spring mix and uh, two pounds of pea shoots. So that's pretty good. That's really um, good. Yeah, it was pretty sweet because he was like – he's getting the spring mix from the other farmer who actually sold me his – this other guy down the road has like a pretty big farm. They have like uh, 50, 20 acres maybe. And they had like a big farm store there and stuff. And he actually sold me his that net that insect netting and my BCS. He gave me super sick deals on everything. He just wants people to start farming and stuff, right? Yeah. And we kind of have different business models anyway, so it's it's not really like super competitive or anything. But this little cafe was actually in in their store. They had a little cafe in the store. It was separate from the like from the farm, but he was using most of of that guy's stuff. And so I didn't really approach them or anything. And then um, one of uh, this girl I went to high school with and one of my sister's friends, uh, she was a waitress there now. And she's texted me. She got my number from my sister and she texted me and she's like, hey, like Mike wants to buy stuff off you. Like, and I was like, oh, OK. I didn't really want to. I didn't really um, I didn't really think about approaching him because I thought that, you know, probably wouldn't do that much stuff there. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, he shows like he's there and he's like, I went and took him some microgreens and samples, just like little clamshells and stuff. And this was like a month ago. And I was just like, yeah, like uh, this is my stuff. This is what I'm going to have, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to try to keep everything smaller. And he's like showing me the spring mix that, that the other guy made. And he just like, like there was like big spinach leaves in it, man. Like big as my hand. Like, you know what I mean? Like big yeah. as my palm. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, he's like, it, it's good. But he's like, I, you know, I can't really do this. Right. And I was like, yeah, I was like, no, my spring mix is going to be different than that. So I brought him a pound when I had some as like a sample. And then, yeah, man. And then I, I think I, I might have even brought him a pound one week and then another pound the next week when it was like really good. Yeah. And I made sure I put like nice little spinaches in there. Yeah. Like the little yeah. leaves. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So I, I put made like I made sure 100 percent that I put that in there and I took it to him. And then, yeah, man, he texted like texted me the next day, and he's like, "Can we just put in a standing order for that?" So that was that was really cool because that's like that's ninety bucks, right? So that's like um, just about one fifth of how what I want my restaurant orders to be. Yeah, that's really good, man. Right? And so yeah, and it all came from your loose network, right? Yep, totally. And it's doing the, that, it goes back to the acres of diamonds, man. Yeah, and doing that Kickstarter. At, oh, actually, yeah, man, it, it all comes back. Yeah, the acres of diamonds thing. I listened to your um, your podcast with uh, Greg. Greg? Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah, Greg's okay. business comes from. He's like, yeah, all my stuff sold. If I try to, I can't sell it. But when I don't try to sell it, people just want to buy it. Yeah, totally. He's yeah, which is an yeah. awful you business pull, strategy. You, well, kind way. of, but you got to make them come. To, <laughs> but you can do things to make people come to you. Like yeah. I did my Kickstarter. I put myself out there, and then the newspaper came and did a story on me. And then through that, this guy at this restaurant, this Mike guy, found out about me from being in the newspaper. So he already knew who I was before I went in there, right? Which is actually similar to Curtis, man. Curtis, uh, before right. he even sold vegetables, he yeah, man, like, he's going on CBC and stuff, the radio. Yeah, he, he talk about compost. No, he's going to be this urban farmer. 
Yeah. So like, it's just like, it's crazy how it all just like starts tracking. And now, um, there's this other guy named Matt Hawkins and he, uh, he started this podcast and it's called around town in Chilliwack. That's cool. Yeah. And so the guy that wrote the article about, cause I follow this newspaper guy now on Facebook, we're friends on there. Right. Yeah. And then he was on this podcast and there's only been like five episodes or six episodes or something, but I listened to a couple of them and then I, I messaged him like yesterday and I was like, Hey man. And he, he, like I commented on one of his posts and I was like, yeah, man, it's a good podcast and stuff. And he's like, cool. I seen that you're doing, like you have a podcast too. And I was like, I sure do. And so I messaged messaged him yesterday and I was like, Hey man, like I would love to be on your podcast. And so now in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to go do his podcast. And you're going to bring your mic. You're like, look at my cool fucking mic. Uh, yeah, I think his his audio sounded pretty good. So, but no, well. yeah, he probably does. He have a well, yeah. I'm I mean, not sure. He's got he. We're gonna go record it at his house. But I was like, I'm gonna nice. bring him here first, and then we're gonna go to his house and record yeah, it. Show I kind of want to blow. I kind of want to blow his mind a little bit, and then talk to him while he's still trying to to figure it out. Yeah, dude, your, your farm, your farm looks so good. I uh, yeah, man, it's pretty good. Um, I have uh, what else did I do? I built my drying rack. Fuck yeah, this, it looks great. That, yeah, it was pretty good. I yeah, it just worked out really well. My little cousin uh, my, went fishing um, with my parents last weekend, and so uh, he was here. And then his parents were coming to pick him up, and so he was here for like five or six hours. And so I was like, "Hey, buddy, you want to come help me outside?" He's in like grade seven or eight. And so I like he, how he, in Canada, yeah, the grade seven instead of eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah we even so say funny. like I like if I called him a seventh grader, that's not weird. That's just regular. He's yeah. a seventh grade. Yeah, yeah, seventh grader, but it's great. Yeah, it's uh, uh it's funny, man. But I think and, most Americans are hip to it now because the Trailer Park Boys. Because Ricky's oh, yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna get my grade nine. <laughs> yeah, he's gotta get his grade ten. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he's going back to school for it. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah. Anyways, so being yeah. me and my there was like a couple spots where I've had blackberries, and so you gotta you you can't just chop them the blackberries. You have to chop them and dig them out. And then you have to wait and see what comes back up because you're not going to get them all in one thing because they just have such a dense root system, right? So that's what we did. We chopped out a whole bunch of blackberries and that was like something that I wasn't really thinking I was going to get done. So that was really, really, really helpful. He actually saved me like quite a lot of time. It's funny, man, just like little kid giving you a hand and it's just like it was such a – it was like, you know, I went and we went and got like a boost – like a smoothie juice at like a store – and he was like, he was so happy. He was like messaging me on or t- commenting on my Instagram photo. And he was just like, man, I had like so much fun with you today. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, it was funny, man. And But like, he helped me so much, man. Like, it was crazy. We got it done. I didn't think I was going to get it done at all. And so that was pretty cool. And then another really cool thing that happened, there's this um, other farmer and he has nut fed pork and he gets like, uh, reclaim food waste right yeah. and so it's all like organic nuts and stuff that these pigs are eating and so he messages me and he says hey man do you want to trade like some pork for some veg and i was like hell yeah i do that sounds great yeah. thinking like yeah man i'll give him like 30 bucks or something and i'll get a couple pork chops right be friggin' awesome so we're gonna do that and then he's kind of talking about it and i was like yeah like what do you want i'll bring you some stuff and he's like, well, I'm going to um, send my hogs in to get butchered next week. So I'm thinking I'll give you half a hog. And then that's like 400 bucks. 
and then you can just bring me stuff and tell me when we get to four hundred dollars. <laughs> That's well. What's great about that is is that I mean, number one, you get delicious pork. Which having Greg Burns' bacon, it's 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 a totally different level if you can get that kind of pork. Um, but second, yeah, the first time the first time I had like real pork, yeah, like that at my friend's farm, uh, it doesn't even taste like no. it's not even the same meat, man. It's different. It's I was totally telling that different. buddy uh, the same thing. Like a shitty little white pork chop from the store, and then you have like this beautiful meat, and it just pulls apart, and it's just like, oh my goodness, it's 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 unbelievable. It actually is unbelievable. Like I eat it, and I'm still I'm amazed at time. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, for him though, he's got to figure out what he's doing with all these pigs. So let's say he knows, just like Darby says, right? Like your butcher dates are set. So he didn't sell this pig. He sees your farm and he's like, I'm going to give this guy half a pig and I'm going to get some vegetables. And to him, it's no big deal. But to you, it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. To me, it's not a big deal though either. Like that, no. cause I'm going to be able to produce more than I can sell this year. Exactly. So yeah. So it works out win, for win. everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to like, yeah, so it's good. Yeah, totally. It just works so good for everybody. He was telling me he just likes bartering and stuff. He says he's traded for like tires for his truck and everything, right? But yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. So the hogs went in. They go in this week. So pretty soon I'll have tons of meat and tons of veg, and I'll just be eating like I'll be probably I'll probably get pretty shredded because I'll just be eating all really good stuff. That's good, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I ate a uh, arugulus. Oh, so there was. Uh... The store Lucky's, they had like grass fed beef on sale for two ninety nine a pound. So I bought like nine pounds of it and I used that with our eggs and Greg Burns bacon and my arugula and uh made myself a nice salad, used used my egg to make a good dressing and smashed some food before we did the podcast. So Dude, it's 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 just really fun right now. Like I am, like kind of like I don't really feel like harvesting this shit after we do this, but it's like it's got to get done. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's um it's rewarding. It's very rewarding, man. Like that was something Greg and I talked about was seeing things through. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I'm I'm coming there. Like I still have to get that washing and drying station done. But then once that's done, man, um. Uh, I got my all my beds set up. I just need to get them seated. And then it's just getting that crop rotation down, getting everything, the tracking, getting that stuff entered into spreadsheets. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Like, I, I don't think sales is going to be an issue for me. I think it's going to be the bigger issue is managing inventory. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about sales. Yeah, I'm definitely concerned about sales because I've got like I've got a 17 week market season coming up that starts this week. That's on Saturday, right? My first yeah. one. And um, yeah, man, to make 20,000 bucks, you got to be doing a thousand bucks a week. Yeah. Right. And right now I'm at like two thousand dollars in sales for the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's like that doesn't give me that much of a buffer where I can be going, you know, making because I'll still be able to sell microgreens and stuff at the end of the year. Absolutely. And I'm, I could probably end up going to a different farmer's market in the fall if I still had stuff and it was still nice. So my 
it could actually go longer than 17 weeks, right? That's yeah. just what this one market is. But it's just, yeah, man, I just, I just, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to be like 2017 and see how everything plays out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more worried about production than uh, sales. Like, cause I know, but it, at the same time, too, is like, I know my skill sets and I have more confidence in my ability to sell than my ability to meet the demand. Yeah, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about my ability to sell so much as in like, like I'm, I'm sure that once I go to the farmer's market, I'll be fine. I'll also be able to sell my stuff there. Just, you're going to be I'm more worried about, and you're I'm more, oh yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that part at all. Cause like I go into these restaurant sales and like, honestly, I kill it. It's good. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't have any problem getting them to exchange money with me. Yeah. That's not an issue right now. I need to be doing bigger volumes. That's what I need to make happen. Like For sure, but that's like gonna selling, come, dude. Selling, yeah, I know. I, I just, I'm I mean, like, you already had a guy I've, who I've like, been listening. I've been listening going. to Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you ever listen to any of his stuff? No. Oh, I just was listening to his stuff, and he's like, "Patience, man." He's like, "Patience is the most underestimated thing." And yeah. like, I know I just need to be patient, but I just like, yeah, I just you know, I just, I just boom, 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 boom. Like, I just making my farm happen, right? Yeah. But like the sales is like, I know it's going to be a bell curve. I know it's going to peak up in the summer and stuff and taper off. And it's probably going to skew farther in the season and stuff. But yeah, I still want to, I still just want to be just destroying it now. Right. Like I really want that money, man. I really want, and not even for the sense of having that money to spend it or anything. I just want that. I want to have a successful farm. Like I, I think a big, really big part of this is that, People aren't making money farming, and that's a big fucking issue, man. If we need to get people, we need to get a lot of people free from their jobs and doing stuff they like. And there's some people that are going to be absolutely fine making forty thousand dollars, and that's totally cool. But I, I want to track higher than that. You know what I mean? We're gonna there's going to be people like like the Curtis Stones and Chris Thoreau's where they're doing like uh, you know a lot of money, like six figure in sales, right? Yeah. Um. But there's going to be people that are going to do five-figure sales and they're going to be happy as hell because they're doing something they like. Like if you're making $40,000 working for someone else and you can make $40,000 working for yourself, like the quality of your life and everything is going to be like so different if if you can do that. And like that's really why I want to start my farm, man. I just want to have – I want to get my time back. I I want to – be doing something that i really like doing and i really do like doing this like this like means a lot to me to be successful at this you know what i mean but i need those numbers i need the numbers to work and yeah and like i know i just need to be patient and just keep doing the things that i'm already doing but i just want it to be now (laughs) yeah man now man i mean it makes sense i mean same for me man i I, you know i i really want to get this walking cooler so i don't have to go harvest right now because I know I needed it. Like, look, I could have harvested all that lettuce, right? Mm-hmm. On Friday when I harvested for the farmer's market. Yeah. But I know that it's going to be better if I wait today to harvest it and then, you know, give it to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I or wait until the morning so then yeah. it's, I know it's fresh for the restaurant and I can drop and it, it will, off. Well, it will taste better in the morning too, right? Absolutely. But... you. Put it in the yeah, but I don't have a cooler. Like I have to All right. You got to the hillbilly it with my fridge or or get <laughs> it with my fridge. In the in ghetto. The ghetto. <laughs> Anyways, 
Goals for the week, because dude, this has been a long podcast. Who are you at an hour? We've yeah, been, it's been a. It's I. I think it's gonna. These are gonna go longer just because there's so much shit going on. Totally, that's okay though. Like I like I remember our second one was super short, right? And yeah, that, like, like, I it is, man. Some days we're gonna be crunch time, crush out a half hour podcast. And that's cool, but if we actually talk about, it, I don't mind talking. No, I like talking um, to you. You're one of my best yeah. friends. Oh, <laughs> totally. First off. Let's shout out people that have given us a lot of love this week before we go into what we got done for the week uh, or what we want to get done for next week. Todd Randall, if you guys have discussed and you're listening, please go to the website. Right, Todd Randall wrote this really nice oh, compliment well, to me. And where Scott. was that? That's on uh, the that? sample hour with the Oh, on the website. Yes. Yeah, because so, yeah, he messaged me too and he's like, hey, I don't know if you've seen this comment. And I was like, no, I didn't fucking see that comment. Yeah, I mess. Yeah, I mess. Yeah, so I get alerts because I have the uh, things. It's, it's my yeah, website. Yeah. All right. That, uh, All right. Anyway. So didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Yeah. So Todd, pretty much. Um, I mean, it's just cool because you know we get a lot of love from Steve Curtin, and actually, there's a lot of people that gave us love this week. Todd Randall, uh, people on Facebook that I don't even. I've never. I, I'm not even friends with, but they're like, "Hey guys, thank you so much for continuing to share." your experiences so i mean look man like when i got this message from todd like i was seriously balls deep in this fucking walk-in cooler like wondering am i gonna get this done am i gonna be a fucking joke spent all this money trying to get this portable walk-in cooler done did i buy it off more you know what i mean like the voice the silly voices of doubt right Mm -hmm. and then i got this compliment from curtis saying how i perfectly harvested my selenova which i was like (laughs) That was pretty cool. I he was just like, someone was like, I can't wait to see the, uh, like you harvesting Solanova. And he's like, go look at Drew's post. Yeah, I was like, dude, <laughs> I fucked up that first round. But the yeah. point is, just fucking do it. And I think that's the thing. Like, Yeah, that's what, did, what was Greg Burns' uh, little he said, quote there? You don't know. You, oh, man. You, just do it. Yeah, <laughs> it was something like. I know. I was something about trying it. it. Yeah, like Greg's. Greg's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, man. He had he, that was a good interview. I like that one. That was pretty funny. Dude, man. He, he, he literally he had a lot just of good thing to say. It. I was just like, thinking he gave well, me a whole again. chicken, man. I have this fucking chicken in my freezer that I don't even know how to cook. I'm one of those dudes that Darby talks about. Oh never, man, never, you know, what? is it a whole chicken? Yeah. Oh, go on YouTube and there's a Jamie Oliver video and he um he debones this chicken like he cuts it up into pieces yeah so then you'll have i did that when i when i um did you butcher one of yours i had one of yours uh, butchered yeah I, I butchered a whole bunch of mine i had to butcher like six because i had too many roosters i got like day old unsexed chicks right yeah so then i had a whole bunch of roosters and i only had 15 chickens so i had like 20 chickens at the time but i only wanted to have one rooster for my like 15 hens right yeah so i killed all the killed all the other ones um yeah man and like uh, I took these chickens because I wanted to smoke them. So, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to smoke them. So I I cut them up into different size pieces because like the breasts are going to take a different amount of like a little bit less time than the like the drums, the drumsticks, right? Because the drumsticks are like thick and stuff. Yeah. But like I, I chopped them up and like I took the smokers at my parents' house. So I just chopped them up and I put them in this thing and I... I had like six chickens, man, but everything was like I had it all in this like nice glass um, thing and it was like there was like 12 wings and six breasts and 12 thighs 
and 12 drumsticks. And they were all like, like you could even see like the end of the bone. Cause I had like, he's like, he's like pro tip. You want to, you want to cut the little end off of here so that it will, the, the drumstick will cook evenly. And I was like, cool. So I did that. And so it looked like all like super pro man. And it was so easy. Like my first one took me like maybe 15 minutes to do. You thought out first then I'm guessing, right? Oh yeah. Well these chickens, yeah, I had killed them. Put them in my fridge because you want to let them relax because otherwise the meat will get really tough, right? Yeah. So I let them relax in there and then I chopped them up like the next day or whatever and then I smoked them. But yeah, man, I brought them over to my mom's house and she's like, where did you get this? And I was like, these are my chickens. Like I was like smiling. I was shitting <laughs> in my face, right? Because I was like super happy because it did look fucking sweet. I got pictures on my Instagram. I'll send them to you. But uh, yeah, man, it was really funny. She's like, where did you get these chickens? And I was like, these are my chickens. These are the ones I, I like. I just cut them up. And she's like, no, seriously. And I'm like, no, seriously. I watched a Jamie Oliver video. <laughs> and she's like, no. Uh, like, where did you get these chickens? It's like, no. Like, I did this. <laughs> yeah, this is this is my this work, is your, mom. This is your boy, mom. <laughs> she's going to listen to the podcast. Scott, I didn't say it like that. <laughs> uh, no, she did say it like that. She did, mom. Um, so, all right. So what are you going to get done this week? <laughs> I got to go to the farmer's market, man. That's Fuck what I'm doing. Yeah. What day? Yeah. What day is that? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday because I have to. Yep, Saturday. And then um, my friend Tanya is gonna come help me. Fuck yeah, yeah. You need. I think two people's good. Even if like well, you're yeah, man, outside even, selling, and yeah. she's handling money. Well, even like bringing stuff from the even bringing stuff from the truck to the thing. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like otherwise, I'd have like, and I'd have to park my trailer. I'd have to bring my trailer, park it there, and then take all the stuff out of my trailer bring it over like quite a long ways to where I have to set up my booth and hopefully no one steals anything and is fucking around. Right. Yeah. And then I have to go park my car somewhere else while all my shit sitting there. And it's just like, I was like, fuck it. I was like, Tanya, do you want to come help me next weekend? Cause she likes the farming stuff. Right. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, she's she the one actually- that watched the uh, jam video with you. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. We have like um, family friends that they have a, like a commercial dairy farm and they live about like a mile down the road. Well, we went to school with them like since kindergarten. We actually have like all the kids in our family have like a person similar age and then our moms got along and then our dads got along. So it was like we did a lot of stuff with them. And then the guy my age, Matt, he, um, he started dating this girl named Tanya a couple years ago. And so now me and Tanya are friends because everybody else likes watching like football and sports and stuff. And we don't really give a fuck about that. So then we always end up hanging out. So, yeah. So she came, she stopped in here yesterday. was just going to grab some stuff on her way home. And then I was just like, oh, here, I'll give you this. And you can just come help me instead. You can just like work off your debt. (laughs) It was pretty funny. I gave her some radishes and turnips and stuff. And then she posted, actually, she took really nice pictures. Cause it was like really nice. So she bar- she was like, she's like, yeah, I'll get some stuff for the week. And then she just cooked it all yesterday. All of it. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. She's like, I'm gonna have to come back. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's it was awesome, really funny. Yeah. It's so funny. having. it's like really neat having people um, just really enjoy your stuff and like being really pumped about it. That's Absolutely. another thing too. I did with my Instagram is that, uh, and I let people like, I repost people's stuff when they post my stuff. Oh yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. It's a big deal, man. It's like, I'm really appreciative of everybody doing that. And it's just, it's really neat, man. This is, there's so many cool things that are happening right now. Yeah, I just have a lot of unknowns. Yeah, that farmer's market, though, that's what I'm going to do. I'm also, I think I'm going to have a pretty good sales week. Last week was a little slow just because I just had some. Uh, what did a you couple, finish at? 
uh, I only got like 200 bucks last week because I didn't do anything. I didn't, uh, I didn't really push anything anywhere. Yeah. I was kind of didn't have that many products and like, um, some of my beds in Mizuna got a little too big and like, I kind of wanted to save, I didn't have that much lettuce and stuff. So I wanted to save, make sure I had enough for this week yeah. so I to fill restaurant orders and then take stuff to the farmer's market. Right. Yeah. Like next week's going to be fine. Cause I actually have two full beds, two full 25 foot beds of Salanova coming in. So now then I have a lot of room to play with. Yeah. I'm, but, uh, I'm planting more Salanova. I just yeah, I'm going to go seeds in. Nice. I'm going to go seed some, uh, today. Right now, as soon as we get out here, I gotta go seed some radish, my radishes and uh, my things. But yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna go kill it at the farmers market. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm gonna kill it again at the farmers market. Uh, this week I'll have microgreens to add to it, and um, so that's gonna help. And I can also sell those to restaurants. Um, so I'm gonna harvest some of those right now, and then tomorrow morning because it's dark now i'm gonna harvest the salanova and what else dude um i'm gonna get the insulation finished and i'm gonna have the guy come out and spray hire some people to come spray the um insulation on the trailer and uh yeah i things are coming together um we're gonna get way more aggressive with the landscape fabric for sure um, Joel yeah, and I at his dad's today because Joel's again, like Joel's plots are out there, but like, I don't know. I mean, it's my stuff too. Like I sell it too. So, Oh, another, um, this other, like, so I had people offer to come help me and stuff. Yeah. But I usually don't say, I usually just kind of blow them off. Like I slightly say no, you know what I mean? Yeah. But cause just cause it's like when somebody comes here, if I if say if they were to come here for two hours of work or whatever, they're not going to work for two hours. We're going to have to bullshit for like an hour and a half. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, it's the same stuff JM talks about, like hired help versus interns. Or totally. So like if and like I'm a pretty good worker, man. Like honestly, I'm a pretty good worker. So I just go out there, head down, and get my shit done. Like my cousin yesterday, he worked really hard. It was great. It was it was fucking terrific. Actually, he helped me get so much shit done. But like, there's not many people that are just going to kind of take that take that like subordinate role and actually just sit there and listen right yeah but then um yeah like um this one this one girl uh i think is going to come help me next sunday but she actually asked me she asked me before if she she's like man i'll help you and stuff if you ever need a hand i would love to come help and i was like okay yep there'll probably be stuff to do in the future right and then she asked me again but like she asked me on saturday morning which is like a pretty good time to ask because I know she's like probably serious about it then. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that was kind of nice. And I was like, like, I don't have that much stuff to do. Like if you want to like, I'm come help lay landscape fabric. Um, like that's what I can do. And she's like, I would love to do that. <laughs> I was like, perfect. Uh, that's great. dude. Help doing that. Yeah. That would, that would be a big help if I could get, cause I could get all my between rows done and I could maybe get a couple more blackberry stuff dug out. And that would be, I would be so far ahead then of where I thought I was going to be. So that would be pretty cool. That's really so we'll, cool. We'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, great. Uh, so I think we're ready to close it out. So if you're listening to this now, sign-ins. You've already missed Darby Simpson's workshop, but it's going to be great, guys. I hope if you listened and you heard Scott and I hype it up, you listen to Greg Burns' podcast, all that fun stuff, you guys are going to be there. 
Anyways, but this is what's still going on. Go to newfarmsupply.com. Use code word sample. Save 20% on anything off that website. It's a great deal, especially if you like cranial farming. I'm sure you can get some blackberries that Scott are digging up, is digging up. Just teasing, but he does have... He does have perennial plants. Um, Now, as Scott and I have pretty much said, like how prepared we are, we get a lot of compliments of people that are in the same phase one that we are working full-time, just like us and going this. And I just got to say, the course really does make a world of difference. Scott and I would not be friends in reality if it wasn't for the course. Um, So, you know... Signing up for the course is not going to be like, it's not just that you're going to sign up for this course and boom, you're just executing everything right away. But what it does do is it gives you a really, really, really good place to start. And there's still going to be a lot of shit that you're going to have to figure out on your own. You're still going to have to do it. Yeah. There's still going to be some stuff that doesn't work, but it's a really good place to start. And like, not just the course, but like um, just, and not that you have to buy it these guys' books or anything. These are just what helped us, right? But like the Mark Gardner tool book, the Urban Farmer book, like, um, the Mar- yeah, Lean Farm, Mark Gardner, taking little bits and pieces from everywhere and you're combining it and making it work for your context. And that's what you really have to do. And there's still going to be a lot of work to do, but it just puts you in such a good spot, especially if you just, the more you can commit to it, like the more you put into it and stuff, um, yeah, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. And yeah, you just got to keep taking away at it. But yeah, the course is definitely a pretty good primer for, for it gives you a lot of direction and it takes a lot of the guesswork out. It really does. And the more you follow the course, the more aha moments you have on your farm. Totally. <laughs> yeah, like it's more like, oh, that's why they say to do this, which we yeah. talked about earlier on, but it's so true. So anyways... Go to the show notes, the link in the show notes. You can save $100 or you can sign up for the payment plan. I highly recommend you doing it. Um, I think the biggest thing you get out of it, I mean, look, you can get a lot of that information from Curtis's book. You get a lot of this information from JM's book, just like Scott's saying. But the biggest thing is the uh, companionship. And my Amazon now delivery's here, so let me go get this shit. <laughs> so one second. One second, Scott. Yeah. Anyways, go to the show notes, guys. Please continue to let us know that you appreciate these podcasts because as much as you guys listening to us may help you, when you guys tell us that it helps you, I I promise you it helps me and Scott way more and it gives us this energy to keep doing what we're doing. Totally. And And if you guys have any questions or anything, um, don't be afraid to ask. Like yeah. not that we're like we we're not gonna we don't have like me and Drew don't have technical advice to give you, but if no. you want to hear like I don't know just what we were thinking or how something went or something like that along those lines, yeah, yeah shoot like shoot us questions and you know we can answer stuff on here if uh, or talk about something or you know kind of skew it in the direction of whatever because like this is for us, but I'm, we don't mind making it about other people too. Yeah, that's that's a fact. So, anyways, follow Scott at flavorful farms on instagram and twitter flavor is spelled the weird canadian british way i am at drew sample on twitter and instagram you can also follow me 
at Capital City Gardens on Twitter and Instagram. I have one post, and I left my Square device in, so it's a really high-pitched sound to some video. I was wondering why that happened. Really sorry about that. You got your Square, by the way? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got it. I just haven't plugged it in. Yeah, don't do it when you take a video for starting out your farmer's market. That was like... I was like real amateur status, but then I still got like, I still got 200 likes on that video on Facebook. So yeah, it was in the ghetto. Yeah. In the ghetto, which we're going to close out this podcast with Scott singing an Elvis cover. It's more what like happened? a weird Al version. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. We drew his ghetto farming with his cooler and then I was beaking him. So I sent him a song I, I wrote. He did, and it's uh, and that's what we're closing out with today, guys. So I hope you guys appreciate the show. This is a long podcast, but it was filled with great info. So, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in once again, and we will talk to you again soon. As the rain flies on a cold and gray Ohio morning, Drew harvests his crops without proper refrigeration in the ghetto, and his customers cry. Cause if there's one thing that they didn't pick It's another bag of wilted salad mix in the ghetto People, don't you understand? Drew needs a helping hand Or he'll store shitty produce all year You need to reduce the heat Or are you too blind to see? Do we simply phone it in and not get our work done? Well, the world turns and a hungry little boy with a wilted salad cries in the streets as Scott sings his ballad in the ghetto. And his hunger burns. Cause Drew couldn't finish the walking cooler. His customers got angry and went elsewhere in the ghetto. Then one night in desperation, Drew decided to work. He buys some foam, installs it all, parks the trailer at his home. His produce goes far. And his customers return. As a crowd gathers round his farmer's market booth, they're like, damn, this is good. Can I please have two in the ghetto? And their spring mix lasts longer than a week because he reduced the field heat in the ghetto.